Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You are listening to an All Games Radio Network broadcast of AllGames.com. Hi, this is Normie from Knuckleballer Radio and Zombie Cast, and you're listening to one of my favorite shows on the Geeky Antics Network. Don't forget to check out the rest of the gang over at geekyantics.net. Warning, there might be rants and food ahead and possibly inappropriate behavior. Don't tell anybody, though. Welcome back, Geeks, Gamers, Ninjas, Robots, and whoever loves listening to this show. Everybody, it's Horseplay Live. Today is Thursday, September 29th, 2016. This is episode 146, uh, entitled Extra Life Fantasy Football Week 4, Rainbow Six Siege, and other goodies. I straight up said, shut up, shut the hell up in chat. Like, I didn't even know how to. I was like, shout, shout the hell up, bro. <laughs> I've been shouting. I'm shouting in the chat. All right, and as you guys can hear, I'm always joined by the the uh, the one they they call the filthy favorite hardcore casual bear lizard whatever else. The man behind the scenes at geekyantics.net and all things affiliated geeky antics, Yogizilla. What's up, man? What's up? And I'm warning you. I'm hype. On 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 just everything. Well, mostly everything. Some things are not so hype, but you know, every, most everything else has been productive. Good week for mm-hmm. TV. We kicking some butt in some competitive play, and uh, you know, and, and, and I'm caffeinated. So, and he beat my royal ass on Sunday. Oh yeah, after all the junk you spoke. Yeah, I didn't know your freaking defense was gonna get you forty freaking points. I didn't. Like, even, are you serious? I didn't even need them. <laughs> I know you didn't even need your defense to beat me. I mean, it was sad. I mean, it was very, very sad. Like I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to think, man. Well, hopefully we'll get to it. But we kind of called it before the season officially started that this is going to be a year where all the notions we have of fantasy football are going to be challenged. Well, all the things experts were saying were going to, mm-hmm. you know, half of them were going to result in disappointments, and that's what's happening. 
you know, the, the, the tried and true players are disappointing. Unexpected players are stepping up. And, uh, you know, you have to, you had to go into the season with some weird draft strategy. I mean, you guys were laughing at me. And I go, really? You're going to go with that first? And I'm like, yep. And it, it worked for me. But, uh, we'll, we'll, well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. It's alright, man. I'm not, I'm not really worried about it. I'm, uh, this, this one right here, this league that we're in right now, this is for fun. This is the TST league and we're just kind of, you know, we probably could, uh, have started it right around now and had, you know, 16 people in there. But, uh, it's all good. So, we're gonna, I believe, I don't know, we're still thinking about starting that next one, week six, which we're slow, we're, quickly coming up on it so um don't know exactly i can tell you that right now um because uh, no offense to nfl.com but your shit sucks um their app sucks at least it's like the most basic (laughs) app ever yeah and a lot of people that play fantasy football especially in multiple leagues they're on a an app of some sort they're they're on they're on their their Kindle, their tablet, their their iPad. They're not on their PC computer because they're watching football. So it's it's yeah, and a, a lot of people don't even know those apps exist. It's crazy. Uh-huh. I I just told Abby, I'm like, hey, uh, you know, because everybody has the excuse. I've been really busy. No, you haven't. I know people that are really busy and they still make time. You aren't that busy. You just don't know how to manage your time. I said mobile app while you're taking a dump. It takes literally like a minute to set your lineup. And then maybe if you want to work the waiver wire, you know, look up some rankings to get a good idea of what you want to look for. And then, you know, spend 10, 15 minutes. Maybe send out some trade offers. Now's the time to do it. Now's the time to start, start doing that. Because the bye, the bye weeks are starting. But anyway, mm-hmm. anyway, before we jump too deep into that, I do want to say, and I'm not going to get into it. We don't want to go too long on the uh, tangents tonight because we are on, uh, on the clock, so to speak. But uh, everybody's... Uh, Thanks for those. So, um, <laughs> I know everybody's on point, right? Um, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the, the political debate happened. I'm not gonna say who I preferred, but you know, Donald Trump definitely looked like an idiot. And you know, it, that's, it's it's yeah. a, if you go to our Facebook page, you'll, you'll, there's some discussion there. It's unavoidable. We're, we're not trying to really get into it, but people just can't help themselves. But uh, you have a guy that has a, a history of, of going in, into debt and uh, starting businesses that go bankrupt. And then you have someone who's e- evil as well, but at least she's she has she understands politics. She's a better leader, and she's not much of a dumbass. So it's like, well, the lesser dumbass wins. That's kind of how I feel. And I know I mean, people want to say, well, vote, vote independent, but unless everyone is voting independent... Does a vote on the you know everybody has to have to vote on the same candidate in order for it to mean anything? Otherwise, Trump or Hill or Clinton are gonna win. So it's like I'm not gonna vote for either one of them. Then one of them is gonna win. So that's what I want to say. That's just like a little quick PSA. I don't want to get into it because everybody gets butthurt about it. I mean, people are like, oh, get your tactical gear, uh, get your rations, you know, b- build that fallout shelter. It, this is this is where shit really goes to hell. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, I mean, you know, whatever. We're all going to move to Canada. The, the, by the way, uh, my friends in Canada are saying that the housing uh, market is, is picking up even more because people are preemptively moving to Canada now. And that, and I, I'm yeah. gonna, I'm guessing that it's gonna, they're gonna have like a surge in population, maybe twice, two or three times the population within five years. Dude, it's getting bad enough. Like I have friends that are constantly. You guys hear me joke about it all the time. Oh. Hey, Fifi, when when the presidency happens, we're moving to Canada. 
Like, but people are really saying we're moving to Canada. <laughs> it's, yep. I just, it's it's not. Uh, I don't know. The grass, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side, or at least it seems that way. But I have Canadian friends that have moved to the states, so you know, everyone's sick of sick and tired of where they're at, or they just want to change the pace. But I do feel that we Americans have become very pussified, and we just complain about everything. Everything sucks. Or, Everything pisses us off. Everything starts a, a you know, a, a debate. It's like, well, rather than just arguing and and being entitled, let's let's do things that will bring change. Let's create. Let's build businesses that will stimulate our economy. Let's let's create jobs. Let's inspire people. Let's uphold each other. That's the kind of stuff we need to do. Let's rally behind good causes. We're speaking of a mm-hmm. cause. This is a segue over. You like this? Speaking mm-hmm. of a great cause, extra life. And I gotta say, I'm underwhelmed by the response. Look, look, guys. It takes you a few seconds to share our post. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com for says Geeky Antics. You're going to see we have an Extra Life uh, extra life uh, photos album. You can share our promos off of there, share it off of our, of our wall, uh, and just sh- share the link, geekyantics.net forward slash Extra Life. It's super easy. You know, I understand some people are, t- are re- truly tight on money. I don't, I don't want anybody donating if they can't really afford it. You know, you got to do it wholeheartedly. You got to be comfortable with it. Um, you know, people ask how much should I donate. Well, the average donation, as far as every time I look at Extra Life and every time I've done it, and every time other people on our team have done it, uh, you know, the average donation is usually around fifty bucks. You know, um, yeah, you could donate less. You could, you know, donate what you want, but you know, it's just, just that's basically the only thing I can say. So we are creating incentives for brands that are donating a hundred dollars or more. Um, I'm putting together a whole a whole packet for that. I've been approaching different brands, different businesses, uh, peop- you know, streamers, internet personalities, stuff like that, content creators, just all kinds of people, local businesses, to try to get some uh, little jump on that. But you know, it's, it's slow moving, but we'll get that going. Uh, so extra life, please get on it. That's that. That's that's our that's the big plug for for tonight. <laughs> Rarapuda in the house. What's up, man? See that? Hey, that's the Canadian right there. A Canadian that's uh, relocated to the states. He's uh, down south. Yeah, he's going probably going back. He's like, fuck this. I'm going back to Canada. He loves it where he's at because he's like close to the border of Texas. And with the way he has it set up, he takes advantage of the cheap housing market in in Louisiana. And then uh, the general cost of living is cheaper there. But then he goes to Texas and he buys groceries cheaper there. And drives like about an hour. Like he buys he buys milk for like a dollar two dollars which is that's super cheap for a gallon of milk. It's, yeah, it's like three forty nine here. Yeah, that's I know people that have been telling me it's like six seven dollars where they're at. Like Jesus. Yeah. Can you imagine? This is crazy. Oof. Crazy. Yeah, like I and we we go through milk in this household, man. We will tear some milk up between cereal. Um, I like to put a little bit of milk in scrambled eggs when I make that, which is not too often. You know, some of my things you use milk, pancakes, you know, all kinds of different batters, you know. You may want to just gl- a glass of milk. I like a, I like a glass of milk. I still put ice chips in my in my milk. I don't know if people say that's weird because it's watered down, but nice ice cold milk. Oh, eighty nine yeah. cents for milk. Good lord, that's 80, really good. God damn, I hate you, bro. He saves. He 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 did the math. I said, well, you know, if you if you, you got to calculate the hour each way for in gas, you know, cause a lot of people don't think about that. And he says he, he still saves like. You know, two to three hundred in groceries, which is quite a bit. Uh, a gro- saving two or three hundred dollars for groceries, yeah, that's that's worth it in itself, dude. Yeah, and he's smart too. They try to do it like uh, like once a month or something. 
<laughs> BFT said that's yeah. weird, the ice chips thing. I'm not the only one that does it. Sean Freeman over in ZombieCast does that too. And, and Knuckleballer Radio, can't forget them. Chunky Milk is weird. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just refreshing. Like, sometimes you want something that has, and this is going to sound kind of weird uh, too, but a nice body to it, kind of like a style. You know how the style is kind of thick, and it fills you up, and you can nurse it? And milk's like that. You know, you, you can't really chug milk. I mean, you could, but you shouldn't. So you can just enjoy it. <laughs> you get sick it. as fuck when you do Yeah. Like, oh, have you seen, like, those, those crazy competitions where people chug gallons of milk? Like, that's... I love milk, but don't... Ugh. That even makes me sick. Yeah. Well, guys, tonight on the show, what all these milk chugging, we got some brief tech and gaming industry news to discuss before we get into our main events tonight. Um... It's the first bye week in NFL. He already said that, so we're gonna we're gonna see where people are gonna kind of go with the our fantasy stuff. Um, fall TV is off to an amazing start. Uh, we've been watching. I think uh, some shows are at two episodes, some are at one this week, and then basically it's gonna be uh, next week is gonna be the 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 very last week that the the fall episodes or the fall shows are starting. So. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to uh, talk about that a little bit. Uh, did we mention Extra Life, guys? Yep. Join the cause, guys. We really, it's not something that, you know, not going to beg you, but if you are in for a good, looking for a good cause to support, Extra Life is the way to go. Um, we get to play cool video games for you guys. We get to be live streaming for, for hours on end. So you guys have awesome content to come and watch us and chill with us and talk with us. And then what, what's, you know, for those that donate, you get cool shit. Well, you're helping a kid, too. Yeah. So, I mean, outside of the incentives, outside of the incentives, like, let's say you're just mm-hmm. a really shitty person, you don't care that kids are suffering, and, and they're dying, and, you know, $5 is not worth it for you to help that, you know, you're too, you're too cheap, like, no one, very few people can say they don't have the $5, probably $10 to spare, but let's say you're just a shitty person, alright, well, free publicity, and maybe you could, like, feel a little bit better about yourself, and then go back to be a shitty person, but, you know, that's, that's one way to do it. <laughs> yeah. But if you guys uh, want to comment, share, donate, and consider joining our team, guys, you guys can go to do that and go to geekyantics.net forward slash extra life. Uh, if you're listening live, come join everyone. Come join us in Discord. We'd love to have you. Um, and, of course, our chat rooms over at allgames.com and, of course, twitch.tv forward slash geekyantics. Uh, better yet, come join us on Discord. I already said it, but I'm going to say it again. Come join us on Discord. We always like um, extra people to come in and, and chime in on what their what their uh, you know their two cents, if you will. But by the way, if you guys are new to the show, welcome to the gang. Woo! Brought What's back. the gang? Yeah, you did. What's the gang, guys? Geeky Antics Network Global Gang G A N G. It's the gang that we call over here at Community at Geeky Antics. Hashtag Geeks United Unite and hashtag Potter and Family. Word. Yeah. This show covers this. Sh- <laughs> this show covers. Yeah, I'm already ending, right? I know. Uh, this wow. Is all about, this show is all about you guys. It is. It's. It's. It's all about you. You guys, the geeks, gamers, content creators that that give a voice to little guys, just to bring out some new things, some new ideas, and then overall to shake things up. Just because no sense in having the same old shit every week, right? Yogi yeah, yeah. has to rewrite this probably once a month. <laughs> uh, yeah, keep it fresh. It so it's not the same thing for me. Like, I'll read it, and he knows I will. And you guys have heard me read his ridiculous corrections. Verbatim. I do. Anyway, First Line <laughs> Live is where geeks come to play and get in trouble. I'm not, you know, nine times out of ten now. It's ten out of ten every time, and you guys know it. So, 
We're at the flagship talk radio show for Geeky Antics Network in collaboration with AllGames.com, Tangent Bound Network, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, and more. Our show covers all the geek aspects of geek culture with a special focus on Indian strategy games, technologies, rants, issues that geeks face, and, of course, community events we try to be a part of or try to put on ourselves. Yeah, we, I'm not going to say it again, but we rant like a motherfucker, okay? Sometimes we even talk about tabletop and retro gaming and food. Why? Eh, because we can. <laughs> Yogi, you want to tell everybody a, bit, a little bit more about the show? Well, I want to say before I get into that, I'm very proud to say that the Geeky Antics Network, out of over a million hits on, on most search engines, Google, Bing, Yahoo, whatever you're using, we are showing up on the front page, if not at number one of search results. That makes me proud as hell. That means people are finding our content and they're finding it useful and unique and they're coming back to it. They're voting with their engagement. And, you know, even with that, it's, it's sad uh, that most people still lurk. But the traffic, I see the traffic. And that's why we always go through this spiel. Because we know there's new people joining us all the time. And, uh, right. and, and this, this show is the vein of the Geeky Antics Network. You know, it, it's, it's part of, it, it's, it's a way for us to give back to the community and collaborate with our, our, our independent contributors. And, you know, this is a live show. It's uncut. So crazy things, you know, can and will happen. And, you know, we try not to be too crazy. Every now, every now and then we get really crazy. I mean, it's definitely NSFW. But we're just, we just believe in being authentic, just keeping it real with you guys. And like Obi pointed out, we ran to live. It's like I am right now. And uh, unlike some shows that say they're live, we actually engage with our audience. We acknowledge you. We want to get you involved. Not just during the show, but before and after the show. Uh, and then really the derailing, is, you know, we, we account for the derailing. It's part of the fun. Uh, we're passionate about what we do. You know, we're just having a good time. We're trying to do something different. We're trying to create more unity in the in the geeky and gaming spaces. And, uh, you know, we ask you to keep an open mind, have fun with us. And remember, this is horseplay with a name like that. You can only expect four things. Horses, furries, bronies, and shenanigans. And we're trying to stick to the latter. Not so much of the bronies and furries, though. I don't judge. Tiger Claw said, you know, it's the way when you actually have your community join you in some gaming, you can just call it a gangbang. <laughs> you know, that, that's up, that'll probably be our, I like... Gonna, I am going to for sure say that the first stream I'm on and be like, welcome to the extra life, gangbang. <laughs> I'm going to say it. Oh, God. Oh, maybe not doing extra life. We want to represent them properly, even though, you know, we're not partnered with them. We, we're still, like, you know... Representing uh, their brand. There's nothing wrong with that. That's people's mind. I'm talking about <laughs> gang, Gigantics Network Global. And oh, we're yeah, no. Again, oversensitive oh, world. If people take that out of context, move to Canada. Listen. Don't forget Geeks Rockstar. <laughs> Horseplay Live is every Thursday at 11 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Pacific, or a.m. GMT on channel, Twitch channels, Gigantics and Simulcast it over on, Ge- on Yogizilla. Uh, for those that have you know the semi-crappy connection or on mobile... Um, or pay for you data usage. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had to say that. Right. First Lab Replay is also available earlier at about 5 p.m. on Thursdays, Eastern Time, on the network that started G4 TV, of course, All Games Radio Network, allgames.com. So you guys go over there about 5 o'clock, hit that live or chat button, and just kind of sit there and chat for a few, you know, if you give us, you know, 10 minutes. Be grateful. Even if you don't want to sit there and chat, just, just turn it on and mute it. And put it in the background. We really appreciate it. It does help. You guys have no idea, but it does help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we have some technical yeah. issues, so bear with them. You know, everybody goes through growing pains. We're going through our own. 
you know, sometimes people, you know, the, the funny thing about growing and about success is that people always want it, but they don't realize the work that comes with it. And then it's like, whoa, <laughs> that the hard part is is sustaining that growth and, and repeating the success so you don't implode. And that's that's the tough part. That's the part no one really talks about. Like, how do you keep up with the demand and keep consistent with your quality? So it's a lot of work. It ain't easy. It ain't easy being green. Yo. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Is your body ready? Oh, my body's ready. Is your mind ready? Oh, my God. And now it's time for the obligatory news and rants. Ding. Yeah, that's when you're supposed to ding. That's right. That's right. Uh, I've been at point the past two weeks. Let a brother live. So, folks, you know. You dinged once. I mean, you've already. Uh, you dinger? dinged earlier. Don't what? forget, Geek Rock Stars. Like, you, I felt like, like dinging. You, Let me ding when I want to ding. You dinged at the beginning of the show. I want to. I want to. Listen, I want to. I want to keep things What do we fresh. got for news, man? So, we're talking about. Guys some news today. Stop we're, yelling at us. We, we're talking about Canada, and we got a little bit Canadian news Canada. here. The Canadian smartphone maker, Blackberry has announced that they will no longer manufacture phones with their iconic physical keyboards and trackball slash touchpads. Uh, and, it, and, and it seems like they're finally abandoning BlackBerry OS X and focusing on Android to uh, kind of reestablish the market share. Um, other sources in- indicate that BlackBerry has laid off hundreds of, pe- of employees. Uh, they may be looking at focusing on software and enterprise solutions, which really... You know, that's where they really got their claim to fame, um, and that's where they're still really big. A lot of uh, execs, a lot of older folks, you know, the baby boomer generation, they're still big on BlackBerry. I, I, I'm kind of on that cusp where I'm like, I like the new technology, but I miss physical keyboards, and I, I wish I could have the be- the features of Android with, like, a slide-out keyboard I could use it when I feel like it, I, I, you know. They started having, like, these hybrid touchscreen slash keyboard phones, you know, and they stopped doing it. I mean, it was a phone, I remember that, the, the keyboard would slide out, and you had the option. So if your touchscreen wasn't working properly, you had that to fall back on. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, I guess I, just, I haven't really completely come around. But uh, what's interesting, though, BlackBerry, people don't really think about them as a contender anymore, but they still generate around uh, two points. One two point two billion in revenue a year, at least the past couple of years, which is not a shabby number, you know. Uh, until you realize that's way less than half of what they used to bring in. Um, so, you know, I, I feel kind of bad, and most people don't care. It's like, yeah, it's BlackBerry. No one cares about them anymore. They were the big thing, and then they just disappeared. And again, it's kind of like I said, uh, success. The tough part is sustaining success and, and being ready for what comes afterwards. You have to be ready to adapt and pivot. There's a business term for you. Pivot. Reiterate. <laughs> Pivot. Wait, wait, what's this? Uh, BFT says in chat. Step one, have no quality. Step two, never promise anything more. Step three, dot, dot, dot. Step four, profit. <laughs> oh, and to your point earlier, OB, I know we try to keep the time, but I like the gangbang thing, but I can see people overly the world. It's the same people that complain about being sexual, which is mind I don't get well, that. fuck them too. Be like promoting violence. They're, they're promoting violence. You win. People, if they, something to about people, 
opened it. The like, Alright, so, back to the news. Uh, biggest media conglomerate that you probably never heard of, the NAI, National Assessments Incorporated, called upon CBC Corporation, uh, sorry, CBS Corporation, and Viacom Incorporated to explore a merger. Now, this has been going on and off for a while now, but uh, the, the talks have escalated, and um, it's already bumped up Viacom shares by close to 10%. But CBS C- CEO Leslie Moonves is resistant to the idea of recombination, though they would gain the brand power of mainstays such as Comedy Central, Nickelodeon, MTV. You know, hey, those, those don't matter, right? Well, I, I like Comedy Central, Nickelodeon, and MTV not so much. Yeah. It's not, it's not the channel it used to be. So they're probably saying, hey, who cares? This sounds really, like, corporate. But it, these kind of things have an impact on the marketplace, you know, um, you look at the Comcast, uh, uh, NBC Universal move, and then now they you know, um, they've been talking on and off with Time Warner Cable, and I always feel like diversity is always better for the consumer, and the more there's mergers, the worse it is for consumers and shareholders, usually, um, so, there's something to keep an eye on, and upon thinking a little further, it does seem that the move would make Viacom look better on paper and help, you know, spread their $12 billion debt. That's a, quite a bit of debt. Then again, this is a mega corporation, so, you know. Oh, yeah, and the entire club wants to point out that t- Viacom owns Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Viacom owns just about everything. You know, Viacom used to be very pervasive. They used to have the little thing that would show up before, like cartoons and different shows. But now, like, you don't even you know, see them anymore, like, they're just, like, in the shadows, running everything, <laughs> like, they're, like, I would say they're, like, one of, like, 10, no, 20 companies that are so huge that if something happened to them, they would just, things would just explode everywhere, <laughs> uh, maybe possibly too big to fail, um, Sumner Redstone, uh, NAI CEO and Viacom founder, really wants to push for the merger. As sources says, he's attached to Viacom subsidiaries such as Paramount Studios. There's another big brand right there, Paramount. Everybody knows Paramount. They're like on every other movie. Well, not, they're not as big as they used to be, but they're, they're the one with the unicorn, right, Obi? That their little intro in the movies? Yeah, I think that's them. Or that's TriStar. I always confuse them. Oh, Paramount is the mountain. Paramount's the mountain. Uh, Redstone is 93 years old. This is what's crazy. And this guy's still freaking working and, and, and cracking the whip and making business moves like this. Uh, I, I have to wonder if, if this is like a dying man's last wish. Like, just merge, please. Before I die, just do it. <laughs> uh, and, and, and you may have seen uh, Redstone. If you never heard the name, I'm ch- chances are you've probably seen, I've seen him at some point. Um, he's, a, he's got a very familiar face. Uh, the man gets around. Um, so anyway, moving on to more exciting news, and perhaps more relevant news. Uh, speaking in, in kind of TV, this is a really big thing, very big thing. The the last season of Adventure Island, uh, not Adventure Island, I'm thinking of video games. Adventure Time, wow. My head's always in video games. Wow, Adventure bro. Time, yeah, yeah right. no, that has happened. Adventure Time is coming up uh, 2018, last season. Then I put the show at around 148 episodes. Uh, what's neat about this show is like, it came out of nowhere, really. Um, I, I don't know what the creators did before the show, but it just felt like it was just an overnight success, right? The, in its debut year, it peaked at um, two, 2.5 million viewers on average, um, I believe. That's really good for TV. I mean, you look at shows like, like Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. I love, but I think Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. is uh, like a 1.2 
show, you know, uh, on a good on a good week. Um, so something to think about. Uh, we just still got two years. We still, still there's still time. Um, now the show, you know, will be missed, but we'll still have shows like Rick and Morty, which I'm a huge fan of. A Harmon Quest, which I still have to catch more of. A Steven Universe, which I really feel like is gunning for that throne that uh, Adventure Time has. It, ha- it really re- makes you think a lot of that show. I don't even know if it's, I don't know if the same people are involved or what, but like, I watch Steven Universe. And I'm like, hmm, I think they're going for the same audience. But you know, all great shows in their own rights. Um, you, you like Adventure Time, Obi? Um, is that with that weird ass dog and that kid? <laughs> yeah, the kid, the dog with no, the glasses. I'm good. You know, I'm I'm not as huge in it as some people are, but I get the appeal. It's got a real charm to it. It's it's, it's just it's unique, and it, and like what's neat about it is, I think what people respond to it so well is because the creators, you can tell they put a lot of love into it. Like they have lessons and really like strong themes in there without shoving them down your throat. And this feels, man, this feels on it. It's almost like a video game. The the adventures they go through, like the the little boss battles and everything. But like it's done really well. You know, and, and the art style is unique. Some people might say it's shitty, but I'll, I'll say unique. <laughs> um, so, back to video games. Since my head's already there, apparently. Adventure Island. <laughs> uh, um, so, the Sony, uh, Sony spokesperson recently admitted that No Man's Sky's uh, PR strategy, I think the quote was, wasn't the best. Um, and then it says, they went on to say something about that you know, the, the Hello Games could have used uh, a good PR firm or good representation to control the message more effectively. <laughs> and I'm like, isn't that what you, as the publisher, are there for? Weren't you backing them? Like, like what's like? They were involved. I don't know that they didn't own the game, but they were heavily involved. So it's like, okay, well, as as if that wasn't bad enough. Now they're under investigation. Uh, Hello Games is not Sony. Uh, the ASA. Advertising Standards Authority, yes, that's, that is a thing, has confirmed that they are investigating Hello Games for false advertising. Now, they can't confirm the details of, of what's going to be really a long, ongoing investigation, I feel. Uh, but they have confirmed that they're looking at promotional videos and screenshots regarding the UI, ship flying behavior, animal behavior, size of animals, large-scale co- space combat, flowing water and aiming systems, and other things that were sorely misrepresented. Even the quality of the game's graphics, and by extension, the performance, may be called into question. So, this is just a... I don't know, man. No Man's Sky, man. That game has just ruffled a lot of feathers, and... I don't want to be that guy. Like, I don't want to seem entitled. I know it's a small dev team, but uh, I think they, they aim too high, and they... Even though they didn't really promise much, they allowed people to believe what they believe. They were, it was very misleading, the things they were saying. And uh, unfortunately, it's a great company that just made some bad decisions, and they're, they're paying for it now. And I, and I hate to say it, because you know, I, hate, I hate seeing smaller companies suffer, but you know, marketing is a tough thing. That's why you hire people to help you with it, and they'll try to do it yourself. Sorry, Sean Murray. Uh, Bazinga Bazinga, there you go So quick deals with Cheap Bastards uh, we, f- we forgot to mention this every month But Ubi 30, the 30 years of uh, Ubisoft celebration Is still going on 
Log in to the uh, Uplay app or Club Ubisoft, whatever they're calling it these days. I think it's still called Uplay. The Club Ubisoft is the mobile app. Uh, and you can get the crew for free this month. Previous games that we forgot to mention were Rayman Origins, Splinter Cell, I forgot what else they had before that, and uh, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, which we did report a few times. Um, the games all seem to be aiming for that 5-10 to 10 year or older mark, so I wouldn't expect anything from this generation or of recent noteworthiness, but uh, it's still cool. Free stuff is free. Can't complain. If you have to down- download it, you can add it to your library, and there'll be a link to your Uplay account, so that's cool, too. Um... Games with gold, I think we already talked about this last week. Uh, Assassin's Creed Chronicles, China is on there. Earthlock and Mirror's Edge uh, via Xbox 360 backwards compatibility. And it's confirmed Lost Odyssey is backwards compatible, which we, uh, we reported also on Facebook. That's pretty cool. Making me nostalgic, actually. Um, and that's it. That's, that's all we'll, that's all we'll talk, cover today. you have anything to add, Obi? All right, good talk. Where did Obi go? Obi left me. He said goodbye, but he didn't. Where'd he go? Where? Oh, okay, he's had to step away. Gotcha. I should really look at the chat. Haha. <laughs> well, we'll just jump right in to our little quickie fantasy football week four. Like we said earlier, it's the first bye week where, you know, and this is where we really start to see which teams are the true contenders for the playoffs because, you know, it's really easy to say the team with the best starting lineup is, you know, the, be- the most studs is the winner. But really, the ones with the depth are going to win because, you know, it's not if the you know players will get injured, it's when. And if you don't have that depth, you don't have the depth to cover injuries or bye weeks, you're going to have a tough time. So, week four brings us only two teams out, uh, Packers and Eagles, both really, really strong teams. Uh, so, that is, that, is, that is a big deal. Uh, probably two of the strongest fantasy teams and the strongest teams Period in football right now, and uh, that's the NFL, not uh, not soccer. Just want to be clear on that, because <laughs> <laughs> we do have a global audience. <laughs> They're like, "What are yeah, they talking about? Sure. Eagles and Eagles and, and Packers? What are they? Are they like in a, a, a farm le- league for uh, for Manchester the team of Manchester? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're thinking the same thing. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, the Fudge Packers, yeah, I know them. Anyway. Uh, if you want some scrub, scrub insights, I want to get conversations going. We have a Facebook page, of course, Geeky Antics. We have uh, the gaming group where we've been talking a lot of fantasy football. Uh, Geeky Antics PC and Xbox game, uh, gaming community on Facebook. Uh, we're thinking about doing a fantasy group, but then that might be a little bit too much. I might, I might still do it. Just have one place to have all the fantasy stuff. And I'll, I'll yeah, probably just be... Because this is not like we're getting more and more into it every year. So, like, to have that group, like, you know... Uh, you know, especially like uh, like the TSC one, where it's gonna it's gonna grow to where where they need you're gonna have to cut it off at however many teams, or uh, have it to where people are you know have to have do two you know fantasy football leagues. So yeah, yeah. So maybe what we could do is just like combine you know our all, all our efforts, TSC and Geeky Antics and all our friends. And have one common group where we can just talk fantasy football. And, uh, cause we're already having those conversations, but we can just have it in one place and then not bore other people. Cause that's, that's one thing. A lot of gamers are like anti sports because we tend to be introverts. And, you know, sports right. is more of like an outgoing type of thing, I find. 
especially like football, which is, which is like probably one of the most popular sports these days. Like baseball isn't what it used to be, you know. Basketball is still kind of niche, uh, and, and hockey, you know, uh, that's like a even more niche thing. I feel <laughs> so. Football is really like no, where we come I together. Know a lot of I know quite a bit of people that like hockey. I do too, um, but it's not as common. But I don't follow hockey like I follow football. Yeah, like I feel like maybe it's like a hipster thing to hate on the NFL. I feel like because like it's so mainstream. Like, well, you know, I'm a, I'm an introvert. I'm a little antisocial sometimes. But you got to break out of your comfort zone, and that's really what excites me about about the NFL. It's a great way, way to make new friends, connect with old friends. You know. If it wasn't for fantasy football, there were a lot of people we wouldn't keep up with, you know? <laughs> right. Nagamitsu. Oh, ohayo gozaimasu. I don't know why I said it like that. I had like a brain fart, I think. Which I get a lot of those. So anyway, anyway, you can also email us, mail at geekyantics.net, uh, tweet us at geekyantics. And I think, uh, if, you know what, if you're really passionate about talking football, I will gladly make you uh, an admin on the new group and I'll just make that. Because I like right. to have a place. There, there's a lot of great fantasy football podcasts and, and groups, but they tend to be geared towards like people that are real huge fans and like super competitive, and we're more casual and we're more about you know come come as you are and keeping it simple. You guys have come so far from our first show. So proud of you guys! Oh my god! What the I, fuck is this? That's Soldier. That's got to be Soldier. Yeah. I, I know, know we've come a long a long way, man. So we were just talking about the beginning, yeah. all the stuff that's been going on. Ten, ten episodes shy of three years. Yeah, and you know, a lot of people that listen to us. They like there's been so much content and so many things that have happened. Most people think we've been doing this particular show for like five, six, seven years. I'm like, no, <laughs> it no, feels like that. Three, but uh, yeah, especially dealing with me. But you know, it's you know, yeah, we're growing. <laughs> we're we're having fun. I see you again, Bill. It's overwhelming because like we. And, and again, I want to apologize to people that have been contacting me on Twitter and Facebook. Going an extra step to, to show their interest. I definitely appreciate that, uh, you know, joining the team. Um, there, there is a post on our on our forums that explains what we're looking for, what we're focusing on right now. I've been getting a lot of messages on Facebook, too, and email. And people are like, oh, do you do S for S, you know, shout out for shout out? Or do you want to partner up? You know, I was willing to collaborate. Like, I'm at this point where... I really feel people gonna flow through and and really like team up and really, like collaborate because I've invested so much time in, in clients that are just made partners that are just kind of dead away and me personally I, I just can't do it anymore my my time is at a premium so, you know <laughs> oh and uh, so just and it started before I started a new job and it's right leave the peace stay stay for the show I don't have much time. Um, yeah, like a bear. You gotta rock the beard. You gotta rock the beard. Yep. The, oh yeah, of course I'm still rocking. Oops, oh. Of course I'm still rocking the beard, man. We all have. Even though, my, even though I got my camera on Yogi, so that's why I said it. Uh, that's why he said that. But uh, yeah, dude, my wife doesn't like it much at all. <laughs> but she'll be all right. Yeah, I'm, it's still there. Oh, oh, oh! And uh, so back to the fantasy football thing. Hit us up. If you want us to make this happen, because I want to have people that will help contribute, you know, we grab different articles, you know, from different places, you know, talk about our favorite podcasts, 
you know, and just kind of key off what we're doing and provide our insights and, and theory craft. Like, that's something we really enjoy. Like, whether we're talking WWE or we're talking about our favorite TV shows, you know, or football, there's always a narrative, right? And you always want to get ahead of it. Like, what's oh, the, what's the narrative here? What's the game script? You know, what's going to happen here? What are they trying to right. do? We, we theory craft about everything. Yeah. Like, so that's, that's where... Oh, don't you think this would be cool if this happened? Like, yeah. Dude, that could be the name of the group, uh, Geeky Antics uh, Fantasy Football Theory Crafting. Ooh. Ooh. Maybe not even Ing, just Theory Craft. Theory Craft, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. I think that might be it. We got we got dibs. Don't do it. If, you, if someone else does this before we do, we're, we're calling you out. And we're going we're gonna to post a picture of uh, goat nuts in your channel or your Facebook group. I don't know, something. He is. He is. I, I really, yeah. <laughs> I'm too bit. I'm at this at this point right now. Like we got a, we got a meeting tomorrow. Like I said, with the lawyers and stuff like that for the org. So it's kind of like I'm getting busier and busier because then I actually try to make sure that I spend time with my kid. My my wife's home now. It's where she can. She's actually here to where I see her when she wakes up. Hey, new follower. Nagamatsu. Say who it is. Nagamitsu. 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 Um, I, uh, I get to see her when she wakes up. I get to see her when she goes to bed, like it's, or when I go to bed and it's just, it's, it's awesome. So, um, but speaking busy, of which, so uh, soldiers had like, soldiers had like a couple of kids since we started this show. Yeah. Homeboy's been pumping the kids out. Grats on the new one, by the way. Yeah, man. We got, uh, you know, once we, uh, cause right now what we're doing, we're in the formulation phase. Like, you know, Obi's got his prize going on. I got my prize going on. We got the... The stuff we're doing for the network as a whole. Everybody's got their own pet projects. So we're kind of just trying to systemize things to make it more more efficient. Make things right. run smoother. Like, you know, people being able to apply for our team. Uh, you know, screening different partners. Providing different channels for people to contact us. And, and, go, and, and set up those partnerships and those collaborations. So that we could focus more on the things that we love, like streaming and having game nights and and things you can't really automate. Because I hate automation because people, a lot of people focus on that exclusively. And you for, they forget to just say thank you to someone or let someone know, hey, I've been thinking about you. And, we, and Soldier, we always talk about you, man. Uh, we're always like, at least every, like one in every like ten episodes, we're like, you know what, Miss Soldier? Uh, and I just think yeah. about you, you know. Good times. Talk about your big... Grizzly Adams ass every now and then. Yeah, and it's and it's always unless good. He, unless he's like unless he's like bald with no beard now. I mean, I didn't. I yeah, that's really not happening. That. I can't see that. Yeah, <laughs> his l- luscious hair. No, there's, there's no way he'll get rid of that. Hey, listen, enjoy the the, the hair while you still can. That's all I can say. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's just great having those roundtable discussions, and you know, like between the three of us alone. Our opinions and perspectives cannot be any more different, and it's great because too many shows that everybody just agrees with each other, and you know I'm not being contrarian just for the sake of you know contradicting each other, but you know it's just we provide a different perspective, and, we, and it's interesting seeing where everybody's coming from, and that's where that's where good conversations happen. So, right. But uh, so back to football. Back to football. Rob Gronkowski, the Gronk, says he's eager to come mm-hmm. back, and he says something about he wants to do. The crazy things that he does on the field, like he, this guy's got energy. I don't know if you've seen some of the animated gifs and videos out there, but he, like he does these weird dances. He's been like on different shows, and he's he's a funny dude. <laughs> oh, he said he, he 
he got his beard cut and trimmed way down. Oh man, yeah. it's all good. Times they are changing. Yeah, you know, well, that's that's just life. Things things are always in flux. Uh, Adrian Peterson, good old AP. He wants to come back this season, and um, I've been I've been thinking for people that have that IR slot, it might be worth stashing him. And I'm saying this, and I might be shooting myself in, in the foot, but that's fine. Um, but keep in mind that for fantasy purposes, you may only get one or two games from him if you stash him now. Because people are dropping him, uh, unless they're like in a uh, dynasty or keeper format. Which, if that's the case, if someone's dropped him, sna- definitely snatch him up for that long, long-term value. Uh, I mean, I don't think he's still. I don't think he's the AP we've known because you know. Once players get dinged up, you know, it's really tough for them to go back to 100% no matter what they do. But he's still a player with that kind of talent. You just can't ignore him no matter what age he is or what condition he's in. So, uh, another big player that's been hankering to come back, uh, Jamal Charles. You know, Jamal Charles didn't come back in week three. Even though they kept saying, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, he's going to come back. Then he didn't. Um, he's, he might come back in week four. But I, I really don't feel good about him starting him. I know he's a big player, but I wouldn't be. I, I don't think he's a much start until week seven. I think they have a week six bye, so I, I don't see him. Maybe even week eight. So you know, it might be time to you know you can still sell. You can hold out to Spencer Ware, or maybe just uh, you know trade him high while he's still got value. But I think Spencer Ware still has some good pl- games left in him. So, Obi, what do you want to go through? We have a few articles that we're going to go through. You want to go through some start start sit advice and then just move on to TV talk? Uh, I don't know how much of a mood you are to, to go deep on this. On the football? Yeah. Uh, we can if you want to. I mean, I'd probably much rather to talk about the shows that are that just came out. All right, so we'll, we'll, we'll keep it quick. You want to talk about quarterbacks? to sit and start running backs wide receivers tight ends dsts what do you want to start uh, you choose i don't care all right i'm going to start with running backs because that's the position that i think is the hardest because i feel like running backs you know and, and there's not really any data to support this but i feel like that's the position where people get to hurt the most and there's the least amount of depth though so, so they, 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 you know i looked at some stats and they said that the rate of wide receivers getting injured is higher than than running backs, but there's less talent, less depth for fantasy at the at the RB position, so it hurts a lot more. That's what I feel like because a team that's playing from behind isn't gonna rush as much, and that's the problem. A lot, you know, unless you have a top offense, they're not gonna be running the ball as much, you know. So it's it's it's, it's that's how I look at it at least, and I, my logic may be flawed. I know there's some holes there. So anyway, running backs, uh, start of the weeks, this is uh, according to NFL.com, which is not the end-all, be-all. It's a good place to start looking, but, uh, you know, don't just stop there and try to make your own opinion and look around, get the second or third opinion. It's kind of like going to the doctor. So the start of the week is C.J. Anderson versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And C.J. Anderson from, what team is he on, uh, the Bengals? Yeah, Bengals. No, the Broncos, Broncos, Broncos. My bad. Different, completely different team. But, um... I have them. I own them in one league, one or two leagues, and I'm really happy to see that to see that they believe this is going to be the start of the week. So that's pretty awesome. The same. This is a very, very favorable matchup, and he's also one of the top uh, backs out there. Melvin Gordon versus uh, the Saints. 
Uh, you know, that, that's one of those things where it's like, well, Saints have a shitty defense, so take advantage of it. If anyone that plays against uh, uh, the Saints, Bucks, or uh, Rams defense is pretty much going to get a freebie. <laughs> that's what the, the idea is. Carlos Hyde versus Dallas Cowboys. Like a red blunt versus uh, Buffalo Bills. Isaiah Crowell versus Washington Redskins. Those are the starts that they say are definite. And they say sleepers. Charles Sims versus the Broncos and Jordan Howard versus the Lions. Oh, they're uh, they're they're ragging on your uh, your Lions over there, bro. <laughs> so since they're saying the sit of the week, this has been a universal thing. People saying it's gonna be a bust. Frank Gore, which most people projecting him at eight to twelve points for the week. Actually, most are an average around ten to thirteen points. Um. And that's like standard, uh, standard scoring. But the thing is, even if he's gonna be a bust, I think he's still good for ten. And it's like, who are you gonna put in this place? Because I have like, in place of Frank Gore, I have folks like Spencer Ware. Uh, who else do I have? Chris Ivory. You know, people that are not really. Oh, and Tevin Coleman, which there's talent there, but like, really, I much I hate to say, it, Fr- Frank Gore is the safer choice right now. He's not going to have the upside, the, the the dynamic play, but he's getting the most workload. Like, he is a workhorse back. So, unless he gets completely shut down, you know, he's good for at least, you know, eight points at the very worst, I would say. So, they're saying also sit TJ Yeldon versus the Colts. Uh, Jarek McKinnon versus New York Giants. Rashad Jennings versus the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, and then Jennings is also hurt, so that doesn't help. Uh, well, he's not hurt, but he's... A, it's a little dinged up. And J.R. Ajay, Ajay uh, versus the Bengals. They're saying busts. Matt Forte versus the Seahawks. And Latavius Murray at the Ravens. I can see Latavius Murray. I still like his talent. But it's really hard to sit Matt Forte. This is the one that I'm like, ooh. Like, Matt Forte. Like, who are you going to replace him with? Because... Right now, he's the top five fantasy quarterback as far as I'm concerned. You know, you got David Johnson, Matt Forte. Who else is there, really? They could count out week to week. And who has that upside? No, see, no comment. Because there isn't anyone. Did we lose Obi? Oh. Oh, snap. I'm talking to myself. I'm going to keep the show going, I guess. Because I can't restart the stream. Good thing I'm still recording. Oh, that's why the, the the stream died. No. All right, let me just get redirect everybody here. I think. Let me check my text messages real quick. And I'm over here asking Obi for uh, a little feedback. Oh, we got another follow. Oh, and that went down. Ah. Let me see if I get him on the on the app. Get him on a mobile app for Discord. Yeah, he must have Comcast. I think actually that's kind of, I jo- I'm joking, but I think he did talk about switching to Comcast. I'm happier with Comcast now, but they're still. Ugh. It took a uh, over uh, close to two years of fighting with them to finally get them to a place where uh, where they are completely shit. Yeah, so always, always the connection. His connection is bad. 
<laughs> I said Obi is dead. I was like, did he die? No, not for real. All right. So anybody else uh, interested in football talk? And now I'll just run through some of the stuff. Uh, quarterback. Let's see who they started the week. Choices. Uh, Matthew Stafford versus the Chicago Bears. Carson Palmer is a go. Phillip Rivers. Kirk Cousins. Joe Flacco. Uh, where they say Sid, that's where it gets a little interesting. Sid of the week, Eli Manning. Ah, oh, man, he gets shitted on so much. Matt Ryan, another person that has no love. But he is going against the Panthers. They tend to lead, uh, they tend to limit teams. Uh, Jameis Winston versus Denver Broncos. Uh, Derek Carr versus Baltimore Ravens. And <laughs> You're only interested in the uh, in the in the cheerleaders. They, they they barely show the the cheerleaders. I feel like. All right, checking the chat to see if Obi's joining on mobile. He's probably pissed right now. All right, wide receiver starts. Marvin Jones versus Chicago Bears started the week. T. Y. Hilton versus Jacksonville Jaguar. This is a guy that took a while to fire up, but after last week. It's really hard to sit him, so hopefully he keeps following that uh, direction. I hope so, because I own him, uh, at least in a couple of leagues. Larry Fitzgerald versus the Los Angeles Rams. Now, this is a crappy defense, uh, but it, also you got to say Fitzgerald, man, he's a veteran player, but this guy is, like, ageless, man. It, it's crazy. It, it, like, he's still doing the plays. <laughs> you think the NFL's losing viewers because uh because they don't show the the, the cheerleaders as much? Eh, that might be it. I feel like they need to do something more fun during halftime too. Not as to the degree of Super Bowl, but something to like uh get the hype going. Fun stuff. Why did they wait till the Super Bowl? I don't know. Uh I'm just spitballing here. Emmanuel Sanders versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Deshaun Jackson versus Cleveland Browns. Set of the week, Julian Edelman. Versus Buffalo Will, Bills. Buffalo Wills. Uh, Brandon Marshall versus Seattle Seahawks. Jerry, Ma- Jerry Macklin versus Pittsburgh Steelers. Sterling Shepard versus Minnesota Vikings. And Tavon Austin versus Arizona Cardinals. And again, I, I have a lot of these players that is breaking my heart. <laughs> That's what they should have. They should bring back arena football and have like lingerie cheerleaders. People will love it. They try to do it. Not, not Maybe that's that extreme, but... I kind of like the whole XFL thing for the brief time it was around. It's just, it's like the cell phone market. There's so many sports, it's hard to have another league be successful. Like, it's saturated space. Uh, last last bit, tight end, start of the week. Zach Miller versus Detroit Lions. Kobe Fleener versus San Diego Chargers. Kyle Rudolph versus the New York Giants. Dennis Pitta, let's talk about him. Uh... Versus Oakland Raiders. Eric Ebron versus the Chicago Bears. Set of the week is Martellus Bennett versus Buffalo Bills. Kind of disappointing. Gary Barnage getting no love this, this season. Versus the Washington Redskins. He did have a great season. A great, great season. A great game last last week. Uh, Dwayne Allen uh, versus Jacksonville Jaguars. This is another player that uh, many people picked him up in later, in later rounds. But we expected more value and not, hasn't lived up to it. It's the Colts. You would think there would be more there. He was on the field for 83% of Colts offensive snaps last week, but he saw a modest five targets. Oh, he's losing some of his workload to Jack Doyle. Jack Doyle! That's why. Clive Walford versus Baltimore Ravens. Another sit that's kind of sad. And Jesse James versus uh, Kansas City Chiefs. So those are your sits. 
the same busts are going to be Jimmy Graham at Jets and Jason Witten at 49ers. Well, Jason Witten's a Cowboys player, so that's automatically a bust. Ah, just kidding. I'm terrible, I know. I'm terrible. All right. So, I want to kind of share this also for Obi's benefit, but since he's not here, there's some quick, uh, some quick, uh, insights, and then we'll move on. Um, CBS Sports has reported that week four may be the most brutal for running backs this season. I have to agree. Um, all my studs have possibly their hardest matchups, or one of the hardest matchups this week. So I, I like at running back position. I'm really hurting right now in pretty much all my leagues. Uh, I mean, having the conversation, I should probably sit Matt Forte. I don't know. I think I'm gonna start him anyway. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be hard headed because this who's the alternative really? <laughs> um, this is one of those things like when is a must start player, not a must start. You look at Matt Forte, D'Angelo Williams, who he's gonna lose value because uh, Le'Veon Bell is back. So that means uh, the workload probably won't be there for Williams, or, or be a very awkward split. Uh, but then again, they'll probably ease them in. We'll see. I mean, people are really high, high on, on Bell. So Mark Ingram, another guy that's infuriating to own, but then he has, you see he has a talent, and, and he still gets it done. But if he's not used, he's not used. Chris Ivory, he returned, and I think the talent's still there, but he's on the Jaguars, so yeah. I think he's. it's also a committee thing for him as well. Jamal Charles, we already talked about that. And Des Bryant, eh, they're going to be started. So, we'll talk more. We're still looking to maybe get a, a league started for week six, uh, circa October 15th, the so middle of next month. Um, and I think we're going to do it on Yahoo so I can help uh, OB manage it. We'll make it like a TSC Geeky Antics collabo league type of thing. I really feel Yahoo has the best uh, default scoring, the deepest customization, and the best, hands down, the best mobile app. ESPN is really good, though, because it gives you the live scoring. Um, that That's a really nice little feature. I, I like the way they do that. But uh, Yahoo, is just, I just find it just much cleaner all around. Their website, some people don't like it. It's a little confusing. This is just a lot of detail there, but you pick it up. Um, nothing else to talk about as far as uh, fantasy football? No, that's it. So we'll move on. Let's talk about uh, what we've been watching, what we've been playing. That's WWBP, WWBW. Yeah, because everybody else does it, so we might as well do it too. So podcast, I want to shout out uh, Tangent Bound Podcast. They were talking about uh, how the word tactical is overused. It's like a shitty marketing ploy where it's like, just put the word tactical or say it's survival gear to up the price. Because everybody, you know, right now people really are in that mindset. You know, they're good. We're going to have a world war. Everything's going to go to shit. Get ready for the worst. I mean, people are in that mindset. So there's people capitalizing on that. Um, whether that, you know, it's ethical or not. Uh, heck, I mean, I think everybody should go for that pie if you can. If you could put out something tactical and actually offers value, go for it. For some of these people, it's just like, oh, I put some uh, <laughs> some metal studs on it, now it's tactical. Like, silly things like that. Like, oh, it's I attached a flashlight to it, now it's tactical. Like, okay. Uh, they also talked about Star Wars Rebels. There's a good conversation there. Talking a little about Doctor Who. Um, just a wide area, a wide variety 
of, of, of content there, uh, which I really enjoy. And they, they go off on tangents. I mean, if you think we go off on rants, they definitely go off on, on rants. And uh, it's great. Uh, we Be Geeks, I talked to last time. They, they, they've been talking a lot about DC and Marvel Universe stuff. And uh, going to some throwbacks of uh, cartoon, old cartoons and, like, superhero shows. So that was good times. Uh, I also want to recommend ZombieCast and Knuckleballer Radio. They've been having a lot of great conversations, a lot of great guests, uh, including Alex XSO from The Neighbor and uh, Starry Eyes. So definitely check them out. And, of course, Ghostman and Demon Hunter, our latest addition to the Geeky Antics family. Great guys. They've been doing the, uh, podcasting for over 10 years, uh, radio as well, the traditional radio. They even had their own uh, cable TV show on um, A&E, if I'm not mistaken. Was it A&E? Yeah, A&E. Uh, a show dedicated to paranormal. So, super proud to have him as part of our, our family of uh, shows. And uh, we'll forgive Sean Buris uh, for being a Donald Trump supporter. <laughs> well, by the way, happy birthday to Sean. Definitely want to make sure I get that out there. Uh, and as far as fantasy football shows, podcasts uh, that I get to listen to, uh, Fantasy Footballer is one of the main ones I listen to, The Audible, um, The Fantasy Football Guys. And then this Pyromaniac. Pyromaniac, they're one of the top podcasts out there, and they're doing really well. But there's a few things that bother me. Like, they're very broadcasty, and not in a good way. Like, they have a good rapport with each other. They, they clearly they clearly sync, but it's one of those things where they're like, there's too much inside baseball going on. It's kind of annoying. Like, Bell Verde. I don't get it. Did I miss the joke? Uh so, I don't know. It's a great show, though. Uh, they do have some good insights. But also, the audio quality. Um, There's a lot of, like, room echo and weird stuff. Um, but in spite of that, they got they're one of the top shows on the charts, on Stitcher and iTunes and all that. And uh, one of the top fantasy football podcasts as well. Um, so, top, uh, they're just topping the charts all over the place. So, see, the fantasy football is, like, one of those niches that's really so strong. People just can't consume enough content. And I think if you could pack in a lot of value into a half-hour, hour show, it's something wor- worth doing, you know? You have to be really timely with the getting your podcast out there, though, because a lot of that stuff is, is time-sensitive. So, so it's just something just to consider, maybe for at least a pre-recorded show. Um, so, I was going to talk d- the, about the WWE... Uh, pay-per-view, the Clash of Champions, with, uh, but Obi's not here, and Fatal, I don't know where he's at. So, what I will say is, make sure you listen to Not Safe for Wrestling, NSFW. Um, that podcast, you'll, you'll get insights about, you know, predictions going into it, and then reactions. Uh, actually, their reaction show should be this Saturday after Time Remind Me Tea Time, which we're going to have a shorter show which we're just going to dedicate to things that we're working on internally and uh, extra life. And I just want to really promote that, just focus on that. It's going to be a very different format for the show this week. And uh, I'm, I'm looking to go no longer than an hour. We'll see. If we do. I, I have a feeling I'm going to be doing a solo anyway. So uh, Stan's uh, traveling overseas, so keep him in your thoughts and prayers. Uh, and traveling is always a kind of scary thing. Uh, it's weird people. And... People don't like Americans. <laughs> it's, it's, it's dangerous. I'm not a big fan of travel. Maybe I'm a little paranoid. Um, and uh, Fatal Blades, uh, he's been just busy as heck, so probably another solo show. 
And no Doctor Who, so sad. But that does let allow me to be a lot more productive. Uh, we'll be skipping some of the shows for TWTT as well to kind of get ahead of, kind of get ahead of some some other stuff. What are my cats doing? I keep hearing them rustling outside the man cave. They must be doing something really loud because I have pretty decent sound dampening here or soundproofing, if you will. Uh, so shows I've been watching. Uh, of course, saw the, the Mr. Robot season finale that twist the end. Didn't really shock me. I kind of saw it coming, and I don't want to spoil it, but it's kind of like one of those things like, you know, would be something that would really make me facepalm. Who's a character I don't really care as much about or I find annoying? If they work her into some bit. Oh, I've said too much already. Anyway, that's kind of where they went with it. But I still, I'm excited for the next season. Uh, BFT uh, said he's been wanting to binge some Doctor Who for a while now. Yeah, dude, uh, so I think, uh, if I could get, uh, some buddies that want to, like, maybe we could group view some Classic Who, or maybe not even Classic Who, maybe we could just do New Who, go back to some older seasons, maybe David Tennant, or Christopher Eccleston, you know, maybe I would actually like to restart season one, just because it's such a dis- dis- distinct season, and just talk about how how far we've come in. Wow. Ten years. Cause this is going to be season ten of New Who for the new, you Nuvians out there. But Doctor Who's been going on for over 50 years. It's crazy. This is a rich universe. Um, so maybe that's something we could do as a group. And then we could, like, uh, take down notes and then talk about it on the show. Do some Doctor Who flashbacks. We haven't did that too much lately. Uh, get that fixed. But at the very least, we'll get the, uh, the Christmas uh, episode. So there's that. American Horror Story, I haven't caught up this week. Watching that, uh, let's say Gotham, Fear the Walking Dead. Lethal Weapon, I saw one episode of that, I really liked that. And Designated a Survivor, is that, is that all I've watched? I feel like I'm missing something. So I don't know where to start, because, uh, so Lethal Weapon, I want to say again, unlike the Rush Hour show, this show looks like it actually might have legs. Um, they did a great job at casting. The, there's great action in there. It really feels like you're watching the movie broken up into episodes. Um, and this, the comedy's good. So it's not going to be a deep story type of thing. There are some feels. So I'll give them that. But it's mainly just going to be like one of those big dumb fun. Like a, sum, like a summer blockbuster it should be. So this is just a summer blockbuster in the fall. Yeah, why not? So I think it's going to find its place. Uh, it's going to be one of the things where I think scheduling is going to be a big thing as well. Because there are people that still watch stuff live. Um, and that's really what uh, Nielsen ratings really take into account for. You know, speaking of which, I just, uh, what are you doing, Blue? I just, re- I, 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 mentioned, I think I posted it in one of our groups or on a Facebook. Was it on our, I posted it somewhere on Facebook. I kind of remember now. But uh, I got, a, our household actually got a survey for Nielsen. We might become a Nielsen household, which is a very rare thing. Just being selected for the survey portion is is, is rare, um, and then you have to qualify for further follow-ups, and you know it's like they keep thinning the herd. So that'd be kind of neat. Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to disclose. Or, well, yeah, it is saying I don't know NDA or anything. So possibly, I wonder if there's something where, like when you become a Nissan household that you can't announce it. I bet you there's something like that. Um, I know that they like. I figure out how exactly it works, but they, like, pay for your your cable bill, so you get full cable, so you can really, like, watch TV the way you want, and, uh, I feel there's other incentives in there, too, 
the trade-off is that, you know, they expect you to watch a lot of TV and go through the processes and do third-party surveys and all that stuff. You know, there's this thing as a free lunch, but it's, it's pretty neat. Um, anyway, that was, that was a tangent to have. Fear the Walking Dead, I, I, I'm really impressed with how far the show has come. Though it's interesting, like, I think on The Walking Dead, the mainstay show, you have characters that people love talking about and are really interested in. On Fear the Walking Dead, most people that I've talked to, like, the consensus really seems to be that they, there's no lovable characters. You know, who do, who do people like? Nick, because he's weird and he looks like a young Johnny Depp. Uh, and that's about it. And then there's maybe, like, the hot girls, just because they're eye candy. You know, you got Madison, who's the MILF. Ophelia, who's the hot Latina, and uh, who's the uh, who's the girl? I forget her name. Ashley. I don't know. See, it doesn't even matter. Uh, I, I used to be a big fan of Travis, but they've kind of made his character derpy. Uh, the whole thing with his son, like, look, your son's a dick. Let him go. I know blood is blood, but he's a freaking loose cannon, and no one wants him around. So he's he's dead to the world. He, and by the way, I, I don't think he's gonna live much longer anyway. So that kid's on a path of self-destruction. It's tough being a parent because imagine like imagine if your kid was a serial killer. You'd probably still love your kid and you'd probably even try to protect them. Everybody said, no, I wouldn't do that. But you know, like, we don't really know until you're in a situation and a lot of parents enable their kids. We do it all the time. We, we, we make excuses for them, make it easy for them to have bad habits. And it's really hard as a parent to just put your foot down, draw a line and say, look, that's it. No more. If you cross this line, it's, this is a, that'll be the point of no return, and I'm done. Um, and you got to cut them loose sometimes. So they explore that, that those that particular thing. I think is like one of the biggest ones that I've seen in the show, and it's, that makes it compelling enough. Um, and it's also kind of seen. It's fun to see again closer to zero hour of the zombie outbreak. Because again, that's something you don't usually see too much in zombie stories. It's usually well after the the outbreak. You know. Or a little, like a good amount after, but not when it's actually really going down, and and we you watch society fall, fall, and you know, and crumble. Um, so I appreciate that in the show, but we, it doesn't seem like we're gonna get real origin stories from Robert Kirkman ever, and he's kind of said that before, I think too. Um, Designated Survivor again. If you're a fan of Twenty Four, I gotta say. This show, I'm really enjoying it. Oh! OB is back! Yeah, blow me. OB, I love you. Welcome back, bro. I'm about to show this internet line up fucking Charter's ass. Dude, you sound, you sound so different. You sound like uh, someone calling into a radio station. Caller number five, you're on the line. Tell us what you think about uh, this week's uh, debate. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Sir, can you turn on your TV set? It's, it's creating a little feedback. Thank you. Uh, yeah, sir. Again, go fuck yourself. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be radio. radio You're going to fuck on the air. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, damn it. Our guy wasn't fast enough with the bleep. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, we're just talking. We're, we're doing the uh, what we've been watching. So we'll get to the WWE in a second. I was talking about uh, Fear the Walking Dead, uh, The Lethal Weapon Show, Mr. Robot, and I was about to get to Gotham and... Oh, I was just talking about Designated Survivor. Have you watched that yet? No? Uh, no. 
So yeah, if, if I was saying if if you're a fan of Twenty Four or you like those more political dramas, it's really good. I'm actually really impressed with it. Um, I might be a little biased. Like Kiefer Sutherland is just like that lovable asshole, and he kind of always plays the same role. But he's it's a it's a little different here, surprisingly, because he's not like this badass. He's actually almost a pushover in some ways. He's it's a story of a guy put into a shitty situation. He's got to rise to the occasion, lead our country, um, and he and he, and, and he, we're seeing. It looks like we're, the whole thing is going to be him going from being a, a fall guy or a pushover to being like a hero or you know really being a strong leader. So like that that seeing that evolution, it, it's there's some good casting decisions on this show too. It's got that. What's her name? She used to be on Californication. She played uh, David Duchovny's wife. You know what I'm talking about? She's got the the doughy, sleepy eyes. Uh, damn, I do know what you're talking about. I just can't remember. Think of her name. I always found her very attractive. She's that really cute blonde girl. Ah, oh, gosh, what is her name? It's gonna come to me later. It's not Zoe. It's uh Emma. No. Ah, uh, I, I don't want. I don't feel like looking up either. It'll, it'll come to me later. Someone will remember. But she's in it. Uh, it's got a... Uh, what's the... Oh, God. From Harold and Kumar. Uh, isn't his name Penn? Sean? No, not Sean Penn. What's the guy's name? I can't remember any names tonight. I'm thinking about UFC, aren't you? No, yeah, I was thinking about... Uh, thinking about that. That's BJ Penn. Him I know. No, this is... Uh, it was the Indian guy from... Or the East... The... I guess you're not necessarily Indian, Pakistani, or something. I don't know, but you know what I mean. He's the the, the brown, Racist. the brown brother from overseas that was in Harold and Kumar, and he's all, he actually had a little stint. He took a little break from acting and was working on in in Washington D.C. and now he's back on TV and back at back acting, and he's on a political drama. How fitting is that? That's kind of cool. He's had the real life experience, you know. Like he's a, it's funny. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just cool. The guy, the guy that the guy that actually worked for, um, uh, he was in the first season or the second season of um, Sleepy Hollow. He was. Uh, no, that's the uh, Asian dude. That's the other dude. That's Harold, right? It's, I'm talking about oh, Kumar. The Kumar guy. Yeah. Good, good, good call. Good callback, though. That's I remember that. I kind of missed him after they got rid of him, but he was a cool character. Well, Malik did kind of snap his back, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was on borrowed time. <laughs> um, yeah, but he's in it. I mean, it's just interesting they're bringing that uh, a, a strong pedigree to the show, and there's some like newer rising stars in there. I think this show's gonna be a good a, a, a good run, and it's kind of interesting too. The timing of it, it, it's talking about the United States, you know, kind of crumbling and everything going into kind of anarchy and just trying to rebuild our government. And then we're talking about, you know, we're looking at our you know presidential election, you know, and you got a uh, shitty Donald Trump and shitty Hillary Clinton. It's like, well, do I do I want to get you know, my head exploded or my dick shot off. I, I don't like either one, really. <laughs> but I guess I have to choose one. <laughs> Blue doesn't like it either. So it doesn't need a survivor. You don't have to choose one. You don't? What, what's the option? Move, the, move out of the country? No, just don't vote. 
but then the, then uh, you know they'll win by default. You know, so it's like you can't. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. You have to choose the lesser evil. I feel like because one of them is gonna win. That's why I hate the two party system. Really, I really feel like I mean, there's there's really strong support for the Hillary. There's really strong for support for Mister Toupee too. So I mean, it's something that I, I really think. I mean, if I have to absolutely vote, um, I'm not going independent because that doesn't solve the problem. Um, I mean, I I probably have to say Trump just because uh, his quote-unquote agenda kind of meets up with what I think the, the country should be doing. Do I agree with building a wall around the United States? No, I don't. But do I agree with a lot of his... A lot, of his, a lot of his stuff that he's talking about. I'm not, we're not going to get into it, guys, but I do. <laughs> so, that being said, we'll move on to the next subject. Well, you know, it's interesting, too, because Designated Survivor really gets into the behind-the-scenes stuff of what politics really is about. It's about understanding emotional triggers and knowing how to use leverage and parlaying your way out of situations, like knowing when to defuse a situation and when to use a show of force. And, uh... Dude, it's just it, it it it's really cool, and it speaks to a lot of the stuff that's going on right now, and some of the stuff we're gonna see down the road. So, I I I recommend it wholeheartedly and say it's a must-watch if you like the kind of thing. Um, and I'm not a big politics guy, though. People have often told me I should be a politician, and I don't know how I should feel about that. <laughs> I like that, that's what they should have done, dude. Is they should have made the presidential race a uh, island survivor, the one that come out the the, the not dead, um, you can be president, sure. <laughs> I guess I'd be better than the current process, sure, why not? Bernie's gonna come out of the wood line good. feel the burn, bitches, feel the burn. That would be hilarious. <laughs> but see, Donald Trump can hide shit under his toupee, so he, he could play dirty. I don't know. By the way, you guys should check out our, our uh, memes of album on our Facebook page. Yeah, one of the memes uh, we had, we started it all. We we just started the, the album and we we just went Donald Trump crazy. And one of the ones is uh, comparing uh, Donald Trump's toupee to uh, a husk of corn, <laughs> and it, it's like the twins. You gotta, uh, and the, the caption is, "Who wore it better?" Ah, <laughs> uh, that see, that's the funny thing about that. That has gotten so many shares and likes, right? But then, like, it's like, hey, let's help, let's support, you know, extra life and help kids that have cancer and multiple cirrhosis. And it's like, meh, meh, meh. so it's like, I'm, I'm just going to start sharing shitty, like, and then extra life and extra stuff. So, like, that's, that's, oh, didn't you know the fucking new, uh, new season of The Voice started? So they got to start voting. Oh, boy. Oh, new season oh. of uh, Dancing with the Stars just started. So you think you can dance? Another new season just started with that. So it's voting time, man. Yeah. Even if you don't vote for the president, vote for your most favorite person that you think can dance. I vote for them. The people vote for. I'm probably shut shut and I did. They're all like now. Lover. That's just. 
and Lucifer again? Um, Lucifer, I've, I've missed, I've missed some of the, I fell asleep when I was watching it earlier, so let's go with, um, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Though I will say Lucifer, I, I also saw the first episode of the season, I like how it started, it's starting off, there's some good story arcs going on there, people coming back, that's always good, uh, some awkward relationships, uh, that's all I'm gonna say, but, uh. I'm really excited with that show. That show's going in a good direction. So, so Agents of Shield. So, the big talk about about Agents of Shield, if you haven't heard it, and it, I mean, it's kind of a spoiler, but it really isn't. There's a new ghostwriter in town, and they did not spare any expense like highlighting that. This is not the Johnny Blaze or Carter kind of classic ghostwriter that we may know from the comics or from the movie. It's uh, Robbie. What is his name? Robbie. Uh, Robbie Rodriguez? Robbie Reyes? Robbie Reyes, there you yeah. go. Robbie Reyes. I can't think of it. Yeah, it's Robbie Reyes. Um, this was interesting, like a lot, like the people that know more, have been keeping up with comics more than I have, uh, and I'm so out of touch with comics these days, but they're saying that he's not really like a true ghostwriter because he doesn't have the spirit of vengeance. It's something different. Like apparently he, and you know, this might be a huge spoiler, but people are, are if they keep in line with the comic, they're saying that He's actually possessed with a different kind of spirit. Um, and it's something more notorious. Like, the, the spirit of vengeance is kind of a good thing. Because it represents ju- justice. But it just does it in a really OP way. But, like, this ghostwriter is more borderline chaotic good. Maybe evil. So. And he, but he has a code. That he, I don't think he's evil. Yeah, I don't think he's evil either. But he's kind of like, on a, he's on a thin line. Because he has a code, right? So he's honorable. But, like, if you if you get in his way, he, he will fuck you up. So he already had has had several run-ins with Daisy. And uh, things, are, things are getting interesting there. So what do you think about, like, you know, we saw what happened with May. I'm, 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 we won't spoil that. But that's kind of unfortunate. Um, you know, she's, she's, she's getting, like, less screen time, it looks like. Um, Daisy seems to be a big focus right now. But I don't, I don't, I personally don't like where they're taking her right, right now. Like, I'm not digging. I understand where she's coming from. She's very distraught. She's trying to find herself. She almost blames herself, and she doesn't want to connect to people because if you love people, then you'll experience loss, right? Do you like where they're going with her? But she's been, she's been trying to find herself. No, I don't. She's been trying to find herself since the fucking show started, dude. Like. It's, you know what the fuck you are. You know what you need to do. Do it. If you don't want to be on their side, don't. If not, I mean, damn, make up your mind. Dude, this has the makings of a face heel turn or whatever you call it. <laughs> it sure damn does. Like, she's going to the dark side and they just don't see it yet. Yeah, I, 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 dude, I'd be pissed if that's where they go with this. Because, <sighs> like, they've been... That caused me to stop watching, I'm sure. I don't know if I stopped watching, but, like... They they feature her so much, and I feel like she needs to have redemption because if she doesn't really stabilize and become a real team player and get out of this freaking emo, angst-ridden kind of shit that she's been in, this funk that she's been in, like you said from the beginning, it's just changing flavors, but it's still the same thing, really. Um, then that means the shield is a failure, and they've been just wasting this their their time all this time, like. That's not a, I don't like that 
that that that story at all. <laughs> that's a shitty story to that's a shitty direction to go into. So I don't know. Right now, it seems like it's yeah, up see. and, this is going to be a pretty good season. So we'll see what happens, and then we'll talk shit at the end. Yeah, I, I outside of that, I'm really happy with where they're going with it. I'm loving it uh, because you got the the new the restructuring of Shield. The, they're getting ready to bring Shield back out of the shadows and make them into a credible, reputable uh, organization. Now that uh, Hydra's gone, or at least we think they are, um, and you know, Coulson didn't want the leadership position, so someone else has stepped up as director, and that's something in itself is very interesting. I, I like his character a lot. Um, they, 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 I like the toys that it gives him. <laughs> like his hand turned into a fucking um, um, you can look through walls and stuff oh the the, the toys that, it, that 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 um Fitz has given um, Colson yeah he keeps upgrading his hand man every like every time he gets a new hand it's like got new things can opener you know <laughs> x-ray vision sure why not but uh the, the thing with that remember last season they did the whole bit with the uh, you know because of the prosthetics, the technology they were developing, and then that 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 scientist they were working with, um, you know, he kind of disappeared, and it turns out like he's taken some of their tech and and built upon it. Um, so that's an interesting story arc in itself. This, this is gonna be a really good season, man. And, and this is another show that started off kind of slow. It was a slow burn, but it keeps getting better and better. Which you know is the opposite of from what other shows do. You know, a lot of shows go in, they're like guns blazing out the gate, and then it's then they go down the drain. Um, so I'm I'm happy to see Shield really kind of coming to its own. It's, it's not just a show that's supplementing the the movies and you know the MCU. It's its own thing, and I like that. So, anything else about Shield? No, it, there's not enough going on right now yet to actually really get into anything special. How do you feel about Mac? Or, or Yo-Yo. Mac is just the same dick he has been for some instance, even one. Yo-Yo, I don't know. She's too eager to jump in and whoop some ass from where, I can, where I'm standing. Yeah. She's a typical Latina, too. Ball buster, temptress. Don't mess she with her. She needs to slow the fuck down, for real. <laughs> Mac is funny, because, like, he's like a walking contradiction in, in many ways. Like... Like Had she, you seen, like, they were getting pretty close? Like, yeah. What's and, been going on behind the scenes, bruh? Well, he's, like, she's going hard after him, and he's kind of like, no, let's slow things down. <laughs> it's like role reversal. It's weird. But but I, I dig it, though. I dig it. So you want, you want to talk about WWE, the Clash of Champions? Uh, we can, yeah. So real quick... You know, just quick highlights, and then we'll talk about, uh, I guess we go into what we've been playing and uh, get it to wrap up with our feature discussion. Actually, we don't have that much time that I look at it. So, any quick highlights of WWE, the Clash of Champions? Um, I don't have, I can't get on my computer and look anything up. Like, I, you know how I am, my memory is, man. It sucks. <laughs> well, I, I like the, was the Triple Threat Divas fight with Sasha Banks, uh, Charlotte, and Bailey, right? Is that, is that right? Yep. So, I, I, like, I love Bailey. Bailey's a very interesting character because she's like all about hugging people, and she's all bubbly, and she's got the crazy little like you, you know inflatables in her intro. She's she's sweet. She's she's cute. 
But, like, I just don't see her having... I don't think she's ready to be a champion yet. And we were saying that Char- Charlotte's going to probably win this. And, of course, she did. Um, but how she won is, is the real bullshit because... Sasha really should have worked with Bailey more. And then just left... Then, like, taking out Charlotte and then focused on each other. But she kept taking pot shots at uh, Bailey, Which I know they're friends. And she said we're not friends in the ring. But that, I, think, I still think that's grimy. So... You gotta, you gotta, damn it! You gotta think about you know. Hey, when it comes down to the championship, people do weird shit. Yeah, but again, like they would have been better focusing on Charlotte, who's the bigger threat, and then she let her emotions get in the way because you know she has a big grudge against Charlotte, whatever. But eh, it was it was silly. They they gave that to Charlotte. Yeah, that's fine. We we saw it coming, and it was fun to watch. Um, can't remember anything else like. Kevin Owens fight, meh. Then we had the what was it? What was the fight that was like a best of seven, and this was and this was supposed to be the last match to determine. That was uh, Cesaro and she- and Sheamus. That's right. And they both got a double countout. Yeah, so that's like a technical knockout type of thing, and it, 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 it's a tie, so they're gonna have to have another fight. I mean, they were really beat up. They sold that well. Um, I, I, I kind of was going... I don't know if I was going for Seamus or Cesaro because they're both kind of douchey. And Cesaro's from Sweden, I, th- I think. And then Seamus is an evil redhead. Evil ginger. Kind of like this this co-host I have. Lovable, but still evil. Blow me, bitch. <laughs> so you were probably Team Seamus, weren't you? You're like, we gingers got to stick together. No, I don't, I don't like Seamus. Dude, it's funny though, cause like I was looking at him and I'm like you could pull off a Sheamus if you really wanted to. <laughs> Alright. Though he's We need to move on before I become racist. Though he's more pale just than you. Kidding, <laughs> <laughs> that guy's even more pale than you, dude. Like he's really pale. Like his but skin again, is shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there was that, uh what else was there that night for that pay-per-view? I remember now. Like I said, I, I can't look anything up right now. Otherwise, I would look it up and tell you exactly what I know. So, yeah, if, if I don't remember off the top of my head, it probably wasn't that, that big. So, anyway, you know what? Just uh, watch, uh, listen to uh, NSFW, Not Safe for Wrestling, right here on Geeky Answer Network. Go to geekyanswer.net, for this podcast, listen, or listen to it on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, all the places you get great podcasts. And uh, you, you could uh, listen to the predictions before you watch the so pay-per-view. You're not a podcast, unless you don't put it there. Uh, I, I, put, I uploaded it. <laughs> no, you said all this, like, iTunes, Stitcher, blah, blah, blah. And I said, because you're not a real podcaster unless you syndicate it there. Oh, yes. But don't get me started on that rant again. Yeah, you got to put it on a different platform, not just iTunes, for Pete's sake. Or have a video, Jesus. Crazy. That's WWE. Uh, let's talk about what we've been playing. we got to wrap it up soon. And then we can talk a little bit about uh, Rainbow Six Siege. I, I was going to go deep on Siege, but actually we went longer than I thought we would. Um, so what have you been playing lately? Really, there's about the same, a lot of the same stuff, right? Um, we've, uh, we've gotten into, we started raiding with the guild. Um, we were four out of seven in normal. Um yeah, it's two weeks, two weeks into it, so, but we're on four out of seven normal. I'm one of the main tanks in the guild uh, as a bear, and um, we've been uh, playing lots of Rocket League uh, lately, getting footage and stuff like that, and then um, been playing 
streams with you and kind of just hanging out. I've been really busy, not playing much. I've been really busy with the org lately, so it's one of those things where I'm trying to get in game time when I can, but it's it's seldom anymore. Yeah, it's been like like that for me for a while, but I finally just made the decision. Like I, you know, I had a rough month, a very busy month, productive, but I was like, you know what, I need to relax a little bit, because all work, no play, no good, so I'm getting back into the gaming groove. Uh, you know, Hearthstone is always there. Uh, Fantastic, I'm still playing a little bit. Um, but that's that's a time sink, so I gotta be careful with that. Um, my wife keeps roping me into my singing monsters, and of course you got Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, I played the Overwatch. Uh, I've been playing a lot of the stuff on Xbox One, really, mainly sticking to that. Uh, Rocket League, I played a little bit. You know, we should we should get with um, Rarpuda. He, he's been getting some some games going on there. Though he's mainly he's another person that's really big on Minecraft. Yeah, and he should he should connect with uh, Morgana. That's like his mainstay, but luckily we should jam on some more. Um, so yeah, uh, I think next week I'd like to go deep on Overwatch and Rainbow Six Siege if we get some good game time in this weekend, which we should. Um, I did want to talk, I did have a whole segment planned for Rainbow Six Siege, so we'll probably do that next week. Um, I do want to m- make sure people go download the Club Ubisoft mobile app. So you could do the challenges in the games, and then with with the Rainbow Six Siege, you could uh, you know track your progress, uh, accept the challenges, collect the, the the rewards, and you could do things like the GSG Nine, that's the German forces. Um, that uh, you, the, there's two challenges there. You could get a, a a German flag charm weapon charm or a pretzel weapon charm. It's pretty neat. Racist, but neat. <laughs> Uh, but you need to win like you need to win twenty and thirty rounds respectively in multiplayer. I might even play some more after the show. So we're gonna probably wrap it up early. I know Obi has to get going. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely do that. And uh, for those that want to be part of an Xbox Club, uh, I think next week, not next month, or a month after, I believe it's probably gonna be in November that they're gonna roll out. Xbox clubs and LFG officially. I have to double check what the timeline is, but it's still in preview. So if you want to get on the preview program, we'll send. Let me know. I'm Yogi Zilla on Xbox Live, and I, I still have some invites to send out. I'll get you on there. But keep in mind, like I said, I can send you the invites, but you won't get it until Microsoft approves uh, the request. So I'll get you invited, but it doesn't mean it's going to be guaranteed. But I'll do my best to get many people on there, so we can start taking advantage of the LFG feature. It makes it a lot easier to party up. And uh, see where everybody's playing and, and set groups up without having to go through all the rigmarole of hunting people down, text messaging, posting things on Facebook, tweeting. You know, it's like, ah, oh, shouldn't be this hard. <laughs> um, but I gotta say, man, this with Rainbow Six. Lazy bastard. Dude, I, you know, I, could, I could only split myself up so much. Uh, now, I've caught up on Star Wars Battlefront, Overwatch, Warframe, World of Tanks, Battlefield 4, and Smite, but. Rainbow Six Siege is it for me, man. man. Like, that's... The more I play that game, the more I want to play it. Like, it's... That's a good game. It's very rare a game which you want to do that. Most of the time, like... Like, I love Overwatch, but I can only play it for so long unless I have a good group and we're, like, joking around and having a good time or just doing really well. But most games, I can only play in small doses. This, Rainbow Six Siege, I can keep playing it again and again. Which is crazy, considering most of the time, unless you're... You know, you have a hot streak going. You're dead, and you're just watching everybody else play. Yeah, you can support your team to an extent, but you're not really actively engaged with the 
match. There's something really special about this game. It's not just that it's sticky and you know it has high replay value, and a big part of it is that this is a game they're constantly updating and providing free content with. And I, you know, I, everything you see from in terms of marketing, in terms of PR, Ubisoft is really committed to this game as a platform, and they're doing it right. They have had a better, you know, better plan, a more solid plan. They've had better results than what Bungie has done with Destiny. And, I, and you know, Destiny's a great game, but it's, to me, there's just so, there's been so many missteps. They've shit, they've taken a big shit all over the Xbox community, the people that put Bungie on the map, let's be honest. And it's been kind of a cash grab. And for people to say a year later, like after the year two content came out, they're like, oh, it was taking, they're like, this is the game, this is the game we've been waiting for. Yeah, a year later and, and over a hundred dollars later, they should have been, they should have made those changes long ago. And people on Xbox, you gotta wait even longer for those, for that content. Rainbow Six Siege, they're, they're doing it right. And uh, you look at the things, they have a team. According to Ubisoft, they have a team, a, a dedicated team, supposedly. I don't believe that, but I, I see that they are listening and, and executing upon what the community's feedback is. But they said they have a team, a dedicated team of 80 people that's listening to and implementing feedback frequently. Not after a year, frequently and quickly. I mean, there's constant updates to this game, even when they don't have big expansions or patches going through. Four seasons, they have four seasons of plan of content every year. But it's in a little small, you know, changes here and there. There's no paywall. That's something they committed to. No paywall. Everything can be earned by putting the time in. No community split. Again, that's a huge thing. The maps are free, so no, the community isn't split up. Everybody can play together, and that's that's the way multiplayer focused games should be. You split up your community, you're gonna kill your own game. You know, people say, well, it's really expensive to get these operators and you got the season pass and all these microtransactions. Yeah, but you don't have to get any of that shit. But you know what? I want to. I wish I had the money to put into it because I want to tip, give them a tip for having a good game and, and, and treating the community like they matter. Like, I just, I'm really happy with this game, man. I mean, how do you feel about it, OB? Like, this is a game that we've been playing for over a year and we're still talking about it. That's, that's special. Well, for, for me, I, I enjoy it. I, I, I'm not one of those, as you know, I'm not one of the, uh, the hardcore get in there, get a whole bunch of hours. Like, I only play a little bit at a time. Um, just because I just, anymore, like, I, if I'm gonna in, uh, play a game, I'm gonna invest into that game and actually play for a while. If I can't play for more than just a, you know, a few hours, like, I really don't wanna play. Yeah. I know it's sad to say, but it's true. Yeah, and that's the nice thing about this game. It, it's pick up and play. You could play uh, you know, for a half hour, an hour, and enjoy it, or you could play for several hours and and enjoy it. Like it's that's that's to me the mark of a good game. But it is more fun when you can actually commit to time because you don't want to like be on the clock and be like I gotta get going, and then go into uh, a match goes into overtime like we did earlier. <laughs> we should have won that. Not oh, my bad. <clears throat> but that was a good match though. We played right before the, the show, by the way, folks, and it was, it was a good time. That's what I, I kind of came into the show hype because I was still coming off the adrenaline rush, like as if I was actually ri- physically running in the game, you know, like in, the, in that world, like yeah, let's get them. <laughs> it's like ah, that, that game gets me pumping, like, like I really get into like my body tenses up and like my palms get sweaty, and I'm like someone around this corner, 
what's that? F-? And I hear you shooting, and I hear something, something breaking. And I'm like, where's it coming from? And I went, and it's even worse when people don't communicate. Which is another thing I don't get. Like, at this at this point in 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 the console generations, microphones, console gamers by now should all be into voice chat. And should all have microphones. It's even easier now to use any. You could bring your own microphone, your headset from your cell phone. Everyone, pretty much everyone has one of those. But people still don't have mics in ranked. Now, I'm not even talking about casual or terrorist. And I understand that. That's not, that's not as serious. But if you're playing ranked, it's for keep, for keeps. This is a game that's team focused. You cannot be a lone wolf. If you're not communicating, there's not even any point in playing. You know, because yeah, you can mark you can mark things on the map, but like communicating is going to be far more effective. Say, hey, that guy shot me from that area. You know, oh, I, I saw him come through that through that window near you. Be careful around that corner. Don't peek around that corner. You know, so they, they, I, I'm over here like you know communicating. Sometimes I'm just talking to myself because like no one, I, I don't know if they hear me. I don't know if you know they're in their party chat. Like, some, I don't understand these younger generations like going to party chat to talk with friends that are not playing the game they're playing. So they're playing ranked, which is something that really you should concentrate on. And I, I don't take it as seriously, but I at least respect other people's time that want to get their rank up. They want to at least have a, a competitive match. That's why they're doing ranked. And you're just going in there willy-nilly. You know, meanwhile, you're, t- you're in a party chat, private party, talking with your friends, you know, about, you know, the last girl you fingered or the sandwich you made an hour ago. Like, like okay, yes, do that on your own time. Thank you. And the reason I know this is because sometimes I'll just poke on the, on the player list and see what they're doing. I'll see they're in a party, and I'm like, and then I'll poke into the party to see who's in the party, and no one is in the match. Like, what are you doing? It's like I said, the, the really weird metaphor I came up with the other day was like, it's like saying, hey, let's play football, and then you decide not to bring a football. <laughs> like, well, this isn't really football then. Like, what's the point? And they don't come with the proper gear, and why bother? You're setting yourself up for failure. Right. Nah, anyway. That's it. That's my little rant. So next week, we'll, 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 we'll revisit a lot of these topics. We'll talk about some of the tips and tricks we picked up along the way. Some of the new operators as we last really talked about the game. Uh, some of our favorite maps. Uh, general things. But we, before we wrap up the show, I do want to say that something we will look into is the virtual economy. Because pe- people complain about how much of a grind it is. And again, they, they, I think they have a good balance. Maybe they could, you know, balance it a little further. Because right now, what they, the way they intend is that in order for you to unlock a new operator, if you don't have the season pass or don't just buy it with real money, I think it's each operator is like five, ten bucks outright. Uh, if you just buy them outright, so for that, you might as well just get the season pass for what is it, thirty, fifty bucks? You know, and you could get a bundle that might come with extra, you know, virtual currency. You know, they do those deals all the time. Um, Buying a la carte isn't the way to do it. Um, I should grind out, grinding out the in-game currency. But they basically estimate that it's about 25 hours of gameplay to unlock an operator. That's, that's a bit of a commitment. <laughs> I think you could do, if you're really aggressive, you could do five hours in a day. Or, you know, they talk about a week's worth of gameplay to get an operator. It's a bit of a much, uh, a bit much. And that's if you're really playing hardcore. Um... And I I did my, some of my own math, and the average match you get a minimum of two hundred points, two hundred in-game currency, whatever they call it, R six points. They have two currency, like, like most things. You have premium currency and then the in-game currency. One you buy with money, one you just earn in-game. Um, but these new operators cost twenty five k of the in-game currency. You're getting two hundred minimum each match, whether you win or lose. 
So you figure it's about 100 matches, you know, or so. You know, I'm using very loose math, of course. I'm not trying to actually divide it, but it's a bit of a grind. But I think, you know, it's, it's something it gives me to look forward to. And you look at Overwatch, I love the gameplay of Overwatch. It's a beautiful game. Every time I, I'm in there, I'm like, I'm just enjoying the graphics and the banter from the characters. And it's, it's just fun. But I have to say, like, not having things to unlock, not having that sense of progression. It, and I'm not a very competitive person, but it makes me feel less attached to it. So that's something to consider. That's how I feel with the, um, what game is it that we start playing on Xbox and then everybody quit? Uh, Tom Clancy's The Division. See, The Division has a lot of loot, though. Like, I, I'm, I'm definitely going back to the game. I, I want to buy the expansions, though. That's the only reason I haven't done it, because I want to, I want to hit up the underground. I want to hit up the incursions. But I, yeah, I agree, like, like, you don't have a, that much of a sense of progression if you're playing small amounts here and there. So then that's that sense of immediate gratification. But like Overwatch, what do you really get? You unlock a uh, loot box every time you level up, and that's pretty much it. And that's not much stuff to really unlock, you know, unless you're going to spend money. That's kind of an unfortunate um, business model for a, a game that's really great, you know. I mean, even Star Wars Battlefront gives you more of a sense of progress with the stuff you unlock, and that game's not very balanced. I still like it, but, you know, it's not balanced very well. I will talk about this more next time. Uh, hopefully, Obi and I play this week. And we'll get some more the community involved. And the folks who are horrible gamers, uh, all games communities, will uh, get some, some uh, ranked in. It's, it's so fun. And that's how you really get better. Because I love to challenge you as much. It's, it's a challenge, but the computer is very different than players play. You know, and you can never get a computer. AI players shoot the hostage bags of it. Now that's hilarious. <laughs> that with the night cell exploding the hostage bags of it. You get fancy. Yeah, the hostage, this is, this is, let me put you guys, let me put it in perspective. The hostage was right by the door, and we were coming in that door. And the guy threw a charge right at the foot of the door jam. <laughs> so when he blew it up to try to kill our guys, he blew up the hostage instead. Yeah. Trying to get to it, like, listen, you're the last person alive in your team. You keep, you go back to basics. You don't try to get fancy with that. That, that you know, dropping, using explosive leaves you vulnerable, and it's also risky because you could actually miss throw and end up exploding yourself. And that's what he did. He gave us that match. I mean, he was gonna lose anyway, but you know, he had to go fancy like 360 no scope, jump style shot, snipe. You know, <laughs> it's like no, just keep it simple. That's the generation. That's the generational gap. Uh, talking, I mean, or just me being the old fogey, I guess. I'll, I'll, I'm okay with that. Uh, one, one last thing before we move on. So wrapping up the show. R6maps.com is a really neat little website that lets you preview the maps and get a feel for them, how they're laid out. It's pretty cool. Um, so I, I recommend that. That's a little tool because uh, knowing the maps is a big part of this game. Uh, so. You, you know, you could go into it fresh and, and, and be effective, but once you know the maps, it helps out a lot more. I mean, you still want to check your corners. You still want to move in pairs if possible, check for traps, etc. Um, but yeah, r6maps.com. Oh, any uh, last thoughts before we wrap it up? Um, uh, yeah, uh, fuck Charter. And uh, of course, you guys can find me everywhere at TSC Obi-Wan Kenobi. 
on YouTube at TSC Obi Wan on Twitter, and um, make sure you guys watch my YouTube page. We got some uh, some information and some some news coming out on uh, Top Star Esports, which is the the org that I call all the time. So um, make sure you guys uh, pay attention to that, and I uh, hope you guys can share in with the news that's going to happen here in a day or so. Word. And don't forget, folks, Horseman Alive is everywhere you can listen to or download awesome podcasts, including allgames.com, Google Play Music, iTunes, Play FM, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and now Cast. That's right, the Cast app on uh, Xbox One. We're, we're everywhere. We're, we're, we're just spreading out like a bad case of herpes. But you know what? You live with us and you, you learn to love it and, and, live, and deal with it. <laughs> now, don't forget to take a, a few minutes out to thumbs up, favorite, subscribe, and share. Even better, we love some reviews and comments. It's quick, easy, and it really helps us out. Huge thanks to everyone that's been promoting our content. Every little bit helps. And, re- you know, it, it helps us, you know, realize our dreams. And if you like iCanon, we're on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Geeky Antics. And we're also on Twitch, which we're streaming on right now. Twitch.tv forward slash Geeky Antics. And that's pretty much all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say for now. You know, check out some links. Uh, Geeky Antics on that forward slash schedule. Geeky Antics on that forward slash podcast so you can uh, see more of our stuff. Of course, our Facebook page. Just look up Geeky Hands on our Facebook, Google us, you know, you'll find us, and then we'll, we connect and, uh, you know, keep the conversation going, keep the fun going, you know, between shows, between streams, and do great things together. I'm Yogi Zilla Everywhere, Xbox Live, Twitter, Tumblr, Skype, and all that good stuff. And with that, folks, uh, we're going to end it, and don't forget, join us on Xbox Live. Let's play some Rainbow Six Siege. I am obsessed right now. I, I'm hyped. It's been a a long time since I've been this hyped about games again. You know, again, it's good to be here. Join us, come on! Stop being lurkers. Let's 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 play games together. Before uh, you know, I'll even play some Rocket League. Let's just do it. Let's do it. Right, right, Obi. All right, good talk. All right, folks. See you next week, and I'll see you Saturday for those that listen to TTT Second Wave Tea Time. See you this Saturday. Peace. Wow, delayed. Oh, by the way, what was this? Dude, I'm on my fucking phone. Fuck off. I know, I know. I gotta fuck with you. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna end with the uh, the uh, theme song for our upcoming podcast. This was produced by Stephen D. Gibson, a.k.a. SG from R9Cast. And uh, it's titled, tentatively titled Bits. It's for our, our new gaming show that's gonna be talking about uh, game theory, game design, psychology gaming, stuff like that. It's gonna be really cool behind the scenes kind of show. So very uh, talk, explore some of the niche topics that we all think about. All right, here we go.
guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.